How's your tushy? Joey had a little procedure. Everything's fine. It's just all part of growing old. And you all, men can't handle shit. This is terrible. (laughs) It's not fun. This is uncomfortable. Can I walk you through the stages of childbirth, my love? Can I just have this? Can I just (laughs) have this? Because I feel like I birthed the baby. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Think Not, the podcast where two aging husbands just talk about their ailments and your subject to them. My name is Ellen Marsh, and across from me with the cutest little tuchus is Joey Taranto. My butt hurts. There it is. I am just kidding. If you're new here, we are I Think Not, the true crime podcasts that recap your favorite true crime TV shows episode by episode. And right now you are catching us on the tail end of Death by Fame. It's a hard one, but it's a good one. Right, Joey? Uh, it really is a great show, but I mean, it's like kind of hard to watch at times. Yeah, we do true crime for a living, my love. I'll walk okay, you through that right. right after the childbirth. Okay. But here's the thing. We're coming to a city near you. Down bitches, listen up. We still have some tickets left for all of our venues. So if you don't come and see us and give us a squeeze, listen, we know you got stuff to do. We know you got kids to feed. You know what? They're fine. They're, they're, (laughs) ever heard of DoorDash? We know you got jobs. You know what? Call in sick. I hear that COVID is going around. But listen up. This is where we're coming. We will be in Washington, D.C. March 2nd. We will be in Chicago March 13th. And then we jump on over to St. Louis March 14th. Then we'll be in Seattle March 24th. Then we hop over to the city of Angels, Los Angeles, March 26th. And then we are going to fly on down to Florida. We're going to be in Tampa on March 28th. And maybe we'll come to some more cities. We'll see how those go. But go to our website, ithinknotpod.com, and see what tickets are left. Please come and give us a squeeze. We are going to be doing I Almost Got Away With It. It is so fun. There's stupidness. There's singing. There's dancing. There's silly crime and lots of wigs and stuff stuff and lots more. Please come and see us live while you're on our website. Check out our Patreon. That is where we give you four bonus episodes including loads of other bonus stuff. We got videos. We got watch parties. We have merch. We have painting parties. You can sit in on Swamp Talk. You also can get Swamp Talk, our monthly talk show where we talk about the swamp. Go to patreon.com slash I think not for more of us. Anything else to tell them before we jump in, Joseph? Just my butt hurts. We got it, babe. We got it. We all got it. We also got it because you posted a picture of your butt on the World Wide Web. I sure did. If you want that, go see it. It wasn't hurting <laughs> when you took that picture, was it, honey? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> Here we go with Death by Fame, Season 1, Episode 4, For the Love of Drama. People come here with big dreams. To get that big role, to be the big name, the next big star. A family fears the worst as a young woman vanishes from a Hollywood street. And most don't know the risk and how hard it is to make it in this business. We are going through a lot. Everybody loves us there. Not all of them have the resources. We can announce a $25,000 reward for information leading to a day as whereabouts. Hollywood is just a monster. I can honestly say maybe one in a thousand, one in a million will make it here. 
It's a brutal place. We are scared, but we are praying. It's not going to be a happy ending for you. People have been fleeing this location lately, especially with all the recent disappearances. Now listen, y'all, I'm telling you, prepare ye. Prepare yourself. You will be frustrated. You will be angry. You will be frustrated and angry. Okay, you know what we're going to do? I'm I'm frustrated and angry now. Rick, can you give us some meditation music, something? Oh, boy. No, no, Rick. No, no, that's what I used to meditate to before my butt surgery. Let's, th- let's do something a little more calm, okay? All right, wonderful. All right, everybody <laughs> close your eyes, cross your legs, cross your fingers, cross your toes. Here we go. You are finding yourself in an open valley. That open valley is filled with flowers and sweet angels flying down from heaven. And then a tornado comes and it swoops you up and it takes you over the rainbow where you have to fight witches to go find some red shoes you never even asked for. And monkeys are flying through the air. And then Toto and TM, I just... I don't, was this, was this meant to go like this? I said I meditate. I didn't say I was very good at it. Okay, that's fair. Listen, I also hate this title. I am dramatic, but I'm like the fun dramatic. I hate drama. It is so exhaust. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Be dramatic and funny, but just everybody stop. I'm so tired. It's part of the reason, like, you know, I don't watch The Real Housewives or any kind of show like that. No judgment. I'm just like. It felt like judgment. It felt like a lot of judgment. Name them. Name (laughs) them. Receipts. You watch Love Island. Not anymore. I mean, I used to watch it because my ex watched it. And so I would watch it with him, but I don't watch it on my own. I don't know. I got receipts, timelines, <laughs> screenshots. I mean, I get it, but I just am sort of like, I don't really, I'd rather watch the Great British Bake Show. Yeah, you're right. It's just, it's too much. Joey, guess what? What? Stamps.com is back. If you received our merch last merch drop, Stamps.com is the one that helped us out because our merch people were packing and sticking and packaging things out. I think we did a pretty good job, don't you, Joey? I think we did a great job. Also, did you know that postage rates just increased again? Actually, I honestly did. I did notice that. Thank you. Well, thank goodness for Stamps.com because they have the best discounts in the industry with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to 89% off USPS and UPS. That's a lot of percentage. It's so many percentages. And if you sell products online, which a lot of people in our community do, we have people that sell all kinds of goods. We have so many small business DBs in our world. Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. And it's just so easy and don't forget, you get to be better than everyone because you just get to scurry to the front of that post office line, drop off your stuff, and then go about your day. That's right. You can say, see you suckers as you go. Also, use stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale so you'll have everything you need to get started. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code THINKNOT for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code THINKNOT. Thank you, stamps.com, for letting us be better than people for years. (laughs) 
We're back in Hollywood, y'all. City of dreams. And we meet a man named Angel Aloth. I originally founded the the hookah guys. And we started doing a lot of the Hollywood nightclubs. Do you like hookah? I do. There was a place in San Francisco we used to go in high school where we felt really naughty. Or maybe it was college. It was called Zanzibar. And Mm. it was a hookah lounge. Do you like hookah? I sure do. Yeah. That's the end of that story. (laughs) Angel, I thought I wasn't going to like. I thought he was going to be sort of a nightclub-y L.A. bro. But we're going to learn Angel is the definition of a down bitch. He sure is. He tells us about a young woman from Macedonia named Adea Shabani, who he employed. Do you know where Macedonia is, my love? It is. It's, um... Are you Googling it? No. Um, My mom texted me. I feel like you're typing something on your phone, and I feel like you're Googling. I'm sending a voice message to my mother. Uh Uh-huh. Hey, Janet, do you know where Macedonia is? (laughs) Oh, bless your sweet soul. You are so good looking. Don't you call me stupid on our podcast. I don't know where Macedonia is, and I'm not afraid to say I don't know. Where is it? (laughs) It's like by Greece. It's like Southeastern Europe. It took me to New Jersey on Google Maps. (laughs) (laughs) What? Go to Jersey. Why are you looking up Macedonia? You don't go nowhere. It became independent when, you know, the fall of Yugoslavia. Did you follow any? Okay. You know what? It's fine. Keep going. It's beautiful there. Why would I follow the fall of Yugoslavia? Okay. Uh, I know Humpty Dumpty fell off a wall. I know Mitch McConnell fell and injured his face. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the fall of Yugoslavia. Okay. Okay? Yeah, you're right, baby. Keep going. We're true crime podcasters. Anyway, so... (laughs) Adea was employed as one of the hookah girls, and she moved to Hollywood to be a movie star, and y'all, she is beautiful. She is striking. She's one of those people where if you walked by her, you would think to yourself, are you a model? Not that looks are everything, because it matters what's on the inside. Tune in to Shut the Fuck Up, Nick Lachey, a Love is Blind podcast with me and Daisy Egan. Never heard of it. Her whole goal was just to come and take Hollywood by storm. We used to nickname her Mother Nature because she can be beautiful and and calm and sweet and she can also be a hurricane. Isn't that all of us? Can we all kind of be a hurricane? That's everyone. I mean, I've seen Hurricane Ellen hit the coasts and you've seen Hurricane Joey hit the coasts. Like, Have you seen Hurricane Ellen hit a hotel room? Honey. I have. It's scientific. We need a meteorologist up in our hotel room. So it's Sunday, February 25th, 2018. And Angel's wife is actually taking a call from one of their employees, Emma, who is absolutely hysterical, who is just spouting out a bunch of facts. It's just one of those conversations like, whoa, 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 slow down, start at the beginning. And she's like, I'm at the police station because we cannot find Adea. We haven't heard from her. We don't know where she is. This is really weird. And the truth is, is that I'm speculating. I think Adea was close with all of the girls she worked with. They texted Mm -hmm. all the time. And, you know, they were like, look, she would send you like 40 texts a day. So to not get any text was like alarming. How many texts do you think we send in an average day? 20. You think? Well, you write paragraphs. I go ring, 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 
opinion. But they were in constant communication. Also, she was active on social media. That is something that, listen, that's not an insult. If somebody that you knew was always on social media, liking, posting, commenting, putting stories, and all of a sudden they went radio silent on all forms of communication, yeah, you're going to get worried, especially when your friends are texting you and saying, we are worried, please answer. Yeah. And so Emma is at the police station trying to file a report. So employer Angel and his wife head down to the police station to meet her. We went into the police station, but they just couldn't file anything until 72 hours have gone past, which was insane to me. So something needed to happen. You all listen. Yesterday, I called the LAPD. Of course, I always call the non-emergency line because I'm calling with questions. These fools had me on hold for over an hour. And when I finally got someone that could answer my question, is that protocol that, because every city is different, every state is different, we have seen it a million times, 72 hours when we know that the first 48 hours are the most important time if someone is actually missing, seemed insane for LAPD. I spoke to three different people. Baby, I got three different answers. Some said it depended on the age. Some said it depended on their mental health. These people make shit up on the fly. I am not disrespecting police stations. Do not come for me in my DMs. But some kind of consistency would be nice. They're like, yep, you gotta wait 22 hours. Bring me the head of a chicken. And by chicken, I mean KFC. I am starving. And then you have to cartwheel through the door. Someone is missing. At least just write it down and take a report. Three full days If you have a missing loved one, three full days would feel like torture. Feel like three fucking years. Yeah. Well, employer Angel is like, fuck this. I'm going to her apartment. He knew Adea had no family here, right? He wanted to make sure she was okay. And she doesn't. She doesn't doesn't have a parent, a sibling, a cousin. She is by herself. They're all in New Jersey. Joey just looked it up. (laughs) Joey, did you mean New Jersey? Your phone Uh, is like, I think Google is broken. (laughs) So now our old criminal trial attorney friend, Sara Azari is here and she tells us Adea Shabani was this beautiful young actress with big dreams to be a big star in Hollywood. She had these gorgeous big blue eyes, blonde hair, very stunning. She had a bug to perform from a very early age. And when she got to Hollywood, she enrolled in the Stellar Adler Acting Studio, which Stel- we know. Stella Adler? You said Stellar Adler. Stella Adler. Okay, it's not like I said Cheryl Canning, okay? (laughs) Honey, I am here to help you. Ever since your bum has been causing you issues, you have been very defensive when I have tried (laughs) to help you. I tried to help you Google Macedonia a little while ago, and you pulled up New Jersey. Listen, Stella is stellar. So either way, it was fine. Did you know anybody who went to the Stella Adler acting school? Yeah, I know a bunch of people here, though, in New York. Yeah, I went to the William Esper, which was the rival. Oh, what did it rival? What acting test? Techniques did you learn? We did the Meisner technique, and it took me a while to figure out that Meisner is not for me, but it works for Kathy Bates. Let's show the people what Meisner is. Give me a sentence. Okay, ready? Yep. I'm trying to record. 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 I am trying to 
record. I'm trying to record. I'm trying to record. That is my technique. I'm trying to record. <laughs> You paid money to just repeat yourself a bunch of times. You all, listen, come to the Ellen Acting School. This is what the Ellen Acting School says. You hear something, you pretend like it's the first time you ever hear it, react accordingly. Boom, you're an actor. The end. Congratulations. So Adea was focused. She did some extra work in a couple short films. Everyone starts somewhere. I did extra work when I was younger. You can find me in Dracula 2000. You can spot me there. And you can also spot me in The Runaway Jury. I have a quick cameo. I was going to say you were sensational in that. Sensational. Thank you so much. And so she got an apartment near the Hollywood Walk of Fame at a place called The Duet Complex. Joey, we have a new sponsor. Who? Lumi. All right, listen up. Lumi is a game-changing whole body deodorant. And guess what? It was designed by an OBGYN, by a woman. And this works not only on your pits, because you get sweat other places. You get it on your feet, your under boobs, your belly, your privates, your belly button. No matter where you sweat, Lumi is there, and it's clinically proven to block odor all day long. And that is because it has a one-of-a-kind, pH-balanced, optimized formula. I always travel with this stuff in my bag. I especially love the body wash and the wipes. If you go in any one of my travel bag, those wipes are there. It's like a little mini shower. I will say I used the Lumi deodorant today before I went to the gym and it's made my pit smell nice and fresh. Also, did we mention that it controls odor for up to 72 hours? It's baking soda free and paraben free. Also, it's pH balanced for safe use below the belt and it's clinically proven to control odor better than a shower with soap alone. This is the thing. We're not trying to block smells. We're not trying to mask smells with fragrance. It is formulated and powered to stop the odor before it starts. So think of it like a pre-odorant. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. Free shipping! As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code IThinkNot at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code IThinkNot. That's L-U-M-E Deodorant.com. I love Lumi. You can use it anywhere where you get stinky. Well, except for your mouth. Wow. (laughs) This is where Adea had her studio apartment. And we ended up, you know, trying to get in to the building. Except for, as you can see, there's gated doors. So we couldn't get into the building. Security found out about us. So basically, they kicked us off the property. They wouldn't let us in. And they were trying to explain, we're just trying to find our friend. We don't know if she's missing. The cops won't help us out. And they're like, guess what? We can't help you out either. I guess you're going to have to spin your wheels for 72 hours. And they did. 72 hours passed. Tick of the clock. They're like, please go find our friend. So they're like, oh, God, we thought you weren't going to come back. So the police go and do a welfare check. Her door was open. Now, let me just clarify. In the episode when I was watching this, it made it sound like her door was open, like a jar. It was actually just unlocked. Still freaky. But when I was watching this, I thought to myself, well, why didn't one of her neighbors close her door or say anything? Did you think that they meant open? I did. It was confusing. So there was no signs of forced entry, just an open door. And so they're like, 
like, why the hell would she leave her door unlocked? It's it's Hollywood. I mean, it, don't leave your doors unlocked, period. And there was no sign of Adea. And so Employer Angel says, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to the local news. And I'm like, good on you. Because they pick up that story and we hear what people had to say about her. She was last seen uh, in the Hollywood area uh, near Hollywood Boulevard in Wilcox around 2 p.m. on Friday. This is the acting studio aspiring actress Dea Shabani would have attended Wednesday night. She wants to be an actress. Uh, I know that sounds typical, but she really loves this thing. She reads about it. She studies the art. She's totally obsessed. Of course they know time is of the essence. Everybody knows the first 48 hours and they're already fucked because they're at hour 72. So now they're like, okay, let's try and understand who Adea was, who her friends were, get to know her. She worked in the club industry, and I've worked in the club industry in L.A. It's wild. The hours are crazy. It can be dangerous. And well, let Angel say it because Angel does not mince words. In the club industry, we come across a lot of crazies, a lot of crazy people. His words, not mine. But you know, you know this. If you've worked in the club industry as a beautiful young woman, when you're dealing with powerful you think I'm men, pretty? I think you're beautiful. When you're dealing you with wanna... how stop it, my butt hurts. Oh. <laughs> when you're dealing with powerful men who are spending a lot of money and they have young women serving them, it's a power dynamic that often can cross the line. I have seen it happen. And then Angel says this. And it's happened, you know multiple times where a girl won't feel comfortable with someone. She'll call security. They'll come in. They'll throw them out. Nothing happened like that with Adea. And I believe that when Angel said that. Angel's a good guy. I felt like he very much looked at Adea sort of like a family member, like a niece or something. Like, I do believe that he probably protected her, but she kind of didn't really get involved in all that. That's when we learned that they immediately suspect her boyfriend, Chris Spots, another actor. Well, he was a licensed nurse's aide, but he wanted to be an actor. Joey, this fucking guy. This guy. Listen, just put a pin in that, okay? Chris is 33 years old, grew up in Colorado. Colorado. What did I just say? <laughs> it's the butt. It's okay. Grew up in Colorado. But like you said, he wanted to become an actor. He, and, and listen, I'm all for that. Life is too short to not pursue your dreams. Or, or at least try. If it doesn't work out, you can say, I tried. No one wants to live with their shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Okay, but also be realistic, sir. We see a bunch of this man's reels, like short films and things he would put on YouTube throughout this episode. I have seen better acting in pornos, okay? This guy is a fucking hockey puck. This guy is a hack. He is such a hack. How these gorgeous women date these crumpled up, Cat Don't get ahead of the story, dust Ellen. Bunny. Don't get ahead saying, of it. He was ugly and gross. Okay. <laughs> Is that too much? Why do people say I hate men? I don't hate men. I hate that guy and a couple others. So Chris moved to Hollywood. He also enrolled in the Stella Adler acting studio. And in 2017, he meets... He should get his money back. He meets Adea in class and there's immediate sparks, right? They quickly began dating. Adea fell hard and fast. They were talking about moving in together. And next thing you know, they're at a fancy dinner where Chris proposes. Well, they say he supposedly proposed 
proposed. How do you supposedly propose? I am confused by that. He didn't really have anything further to say about that. Maybe there like wasn't a ring and it was just a we're gonna get married. I don't know. I don't like the word supposedly. Supposedly? Supposedly. With a B. Yeah. Adea was very happy. This was this was what she wanted. After a few days, investigators start gathering camera footage from the duet complex, and they're able to see that she's with a man that looks like Chris Pods from Friday, February 23rd. And they clearly see Adea. She's got suitcases, and it looks like Chris Spots. So it seems like she left with him, so now they have to figure out if he's involved in any way. This is where we learn a very important piece of information. We find out that Chris has two jobs. Um, jobs, sorry, fiancés. Yo! Chris is engaged to two women at once. Honey, like Suzanne Sugarbaker says, a man who burns a candle at both ends usually comes up with a very short wick. (laughs) Okay. How do you lead two separate lives? I can barely lead one life. How do you have two separate people with two separate lists of likes and dislikes and quirks and how they like their coffee? That sounds exhausting. It is. How do you do it? You don't. That's why there's an expiration date on it. Always. Do not be a full-time woman to a part-time boyfriend, my friends. Also, that's just a lot. Two full separate relationships. Yeah, so a few weeks prior to Adea's disappearance, she told her boss, Angel, that Chris was engaged to another woman. And Angel said, this was the first time I ever saw Adea's jealous side. Like, she was furious. Uh, Rightfully so. She just finds this out and Angel was like, are you okay? And Adea said, you know, it's gonna be okay. He's gonna leave her. It'll be fine. He would never lie to me about that. And Angel sort of warned her and said, I mean, be careful. We've sort of heard that story before where a man says, I'm going to leave my wife for you. Give me a week. Give me a month. Give me a year. She's only 25 years old. I believe what Angel did was he actually turned into Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast and he Mm -hmm. said this. Taylor's old as time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. As an actor, he was probably on the bus and truck non-equity 37th tour of Beauty and the Beast as the napkin ring holder. (laughs) I was telling her that, you know, well, you know that a lot of people kind of use that story where, yeah, I'm with this person, but I'm going to leave them for you. And then you can see the fiery jealousy in her eyes. Like, no, he would never lie to me. He's going to leave her and we're going to live together happily ever after and and walk into the sunset. So now investigators are like, we've got to look into this other fiance. So her name was Mary and Chris and Mary lived together for a few years. Uh, Mary was a full-time nurse and you know who paid the bills? You know who put Chris through acting school? It wasn't Chris. No, no, no. It was Mary. And he had no incentive to leave because Mary was funding his life as an actor. He had no incentive to leave. He didn't even have a regular ordinary job. He didn't wait tables or anything. And honey, we saw those short films. This man is not making a living as an actor anytime soon. And so why would he leave a setup where he was completely set up and taken care of by Mary the nurse? No, he's got Mary spending money on him. Adea is spending a lot of money on him too. And Chris is making out like a fucking king. He has no job, never had a job, barely auditioned. So he never got a call back. He never performed. What? What are you? 
you doing all day? What are you doing every day, all day? Who is feeding you? He's basically living off his girl. Who's paying for the acting lessons, bro? Whoever it is, they need a fucking refund because it ain't working. No, it is not working. Y'all, this guy is really bad. And his idea of being like a villain is comical. Yeah, he had a whole villain reel and it's rich that he has a villain reel because he can't even act like a villain. I mean, he had to be able to act somehow because he was manipulating these two women for money and whatever. Well, the question is, Adea knew about Chris's fiance, Mary, but did Mary know about Adea? Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, they never tell us on the episode. Joey, guess who's sponsoring this episode? Who? Better help. I'll take it from here. Listen, I've been saying this for two years now, and I'm going to say it again. Call your therapist. Call him today. Because we need therapy to help us navigate the highs and the lows of life. And let's be real. We all need a little bit of help sometimes. So listen, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try because it is done entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Because these days, even if you're working from home, your schedule can be chaotic at the best of times. BetterHelp will work around it. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And I am here to tell you that switching therapists is so easy. So become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash I think not today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash I think not. And you know what? I'm going to say it one more time. Call your therapist. Call him today. So by February of 2018, Chris also says to Adea he's going to move in with her and they have the target date of March 1st. Adea is so happy because she's not only going to be marrying Chris, they're going to be moving in together, they're going to have a beautiful life. She starts talking to friends about churches, wedding venues, marriage licenses. She also told her friends that she was pregnant with Chris's baby. And she was very excited about this. This is all she ever wanted. But the problem is, Chris has another fiance and having a baby deeply, deeply complicates the situation. I highly doubt he had any plans to leave Mary. And so... That is when we meet Tanisha Offray, who is a domestic violence advocate. And she says, look, Adea moved to Hollywood all alone, no family, no friends. So she was looking for someone that made her feel seen and safe. And she most likely found that in Chris, which is why she stayed around. Okay. Fair enough. So now we hit Valentine's Day in 2018. That's gonna be complicated. Oh yeah. Chris does what any man with two fiancés would do. Two dozen roses, please. Yeah. Two candlelight dinners, please. Two boxes of chocolate or whatever it is you people who value romance do whatever whatever it is that man has to do it twice. He sure does. So he takes Mary to lunch and then he takes Adea to a Valentine's dinner. The fuck? Nailed it. Nailed it. You did it. He's full and he's full of it. He's full. He's like, I had two meals today. And also you're full of shit, sir. Yep. But that night after dinner, he goes home with Adea and then he heads home to his fiance, Mary. I'm sure with a very good explanation as to where he was Valentine's Day night. The next morning, Adea wakes up and realizes she had passed out. She blacked out. She doesn't remember anything. And her phone is gone. 
That is the worst feeling in the world. Oh, yeah. Like when you black out from alcohol, it is, it's like, how did I get home? What did I do? Who did I do? What is happening? Because you know I can't drink anything. And after two sips of a margarita, I am ready to ruin my life. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than being like, how did I get home last night? Oh, my gosh. And why do I have a tattoo of bless this mess above my butthole? That was a crazy night for you, Mm -hmm. but we learned our lesson, right? Sorry. It wasn't a tattoo of bless this mess. It's a tattoo that says, who done it? (laughs) (laughs) You just wake up. You're like, ah, morning breath. Why is there a meerkat in my room? (laughs) That is... That is suspicious. What did we do last night? Payne Lindsay, how did you get here? What are you doing? That rascal. He's always getting you drunk and doing crazy things. Did you see he got a tattoo on his face? No. He got a tattoo on his face. Of what? Like a little star, but not like a four-pointed star. (laughs) So a day is like, oh, I have find my phone on my laptop. I'll just use that to locate it. Well, lo and behold... Her phone is in Chris's truck. Why is it in Chris's truck? And why the fuck is she passed out? Like, it was almost like she was roofied. And she's thinking, did Chris roofie me? Why? Yeah, that is so scary. So Adea has another ex-boyfriend who she's remained very close with. And you can tell she trusts a lot because he has a lot of her personal information. He co-signed on her lease. He has the passwords to all of her online accounts connected to her iCloud Maybe a little too close, but yeah. I'm unclear because he seemed like a good guy and all of this information was actually very helpful and he was very forthcoming in the interview. And the thing is, you can find anything in someone's phone. If you have someone's phone nowadays, you have their life in the palm of your hand. You have their schedule, their contacts, their notes, their online footprint, everything. It is scary how much information you can get. I mean, we're basically carrying around computers in our hand. It's true. So with the help of this ex-boyfriend who seems to know a concerning amount of information, they're able to dive into Adea's phone, and thank God they did. They hear a recording on Adea's phone of an altercation between her and Chris in his truck. Not recording anymore. You've beaten me. My truck. You have beat me up. Get out of my truck. I have beaten me up. You took my Rolex. You took my Rolex. You took my Rolex. You beat me up. Everything hurts. So they don't give us the date of this recording, but on this evening, Adea had attempted to call the police twice. Now, she didn't speak with anyone. She didn't get through. There's no recorded call. They just have the record that she did try to call twice. And also, Adea told her friends that Chris hit her, beat her up, I believe. So when Adea disappeared immediately, all of the friends were like, go to Chris. Chris has hurt her in the past. And I just want to say something about that. When you get to the point where you need to record something, you have already been through something to which your thought goes to, I wish I had a recording of that, because your mind doesn't go there. If this is a a happenstance thing, your mind doesn't go there. But if this is a regular occurrence, you think to yourself, you know what? I need a recording of this. So that immediately tells me that is not the first time that has happened. Agreed. At this point, we're still in hopes that a day is alive. We just don't know where she is. Everybody was helping. You know, it wasn't a, a, a one-person effort. We tried to contact everybody. Nobody knows anything. We're putting out flyers, social media. 
the friends understood there is a problem here. There is more to this story. Everything that they could do in hopes of bringing Adea home, they did. There was a $25,000 reward offered. That was collected by her friends and family. Yeah. They were all giving money and collecting to make that money substantial to get attention. And employer Angel says, look, My issues with Detective on this case was this. They're putting more energy in connecting fiancé Chris to Adea's disappearance than actually trying to find her. Mm -hmm. But I mean, also, if they can connect Chris to it, they can find out where she is that way. I mean, I get it. It's complicated. So Angel, his wife, his employees, friends overseas, they're all working to find anything they can on Chris. They basically start their own investigation. They start a DB headquarters. They are in it. They are doing, it seems more than the LAPD. Wait till you find out all of this information that they gather on their own. Oh, it's amazing. Adea's mother hired a private detective in LA to do his thing. And this PI named Jaden, he acted as a liaison between the police and the media. And if employer Angel got any new information, the PI would pass it along to the police. So they they had a good system going. The problem is what they were lacking was time. They Mm -hmm. were losing time. So they get a tip that says that Chris Spots is at a Sheridan hotel near Universal Studios. So they send one of their friends there. They're like, go get a room, figure out what room he's in. They do. How? I don't know how they did that. They've got some connections, I am telling you. They get a room right next to the one that Chris has rented out. 1 a.m., they call the room. They're thinking we're going to call when we know that he would be there. They hear the phone ringing from the other side of the wall. No one picks up. Turns out Chris is home hotel hopping all over the place, not even just in downtown LA. Yeah, no, he's traveling north. He's going from Hollywood to Burbank, Glendale, Sun Valley. An employer angel goes to a random restaurant and says, hey, have you seen these people? Shows them a picture of Chris and his fiance Mary. And the employee says, yeah, you just missed them. They actually... They left 30 minutes ago. What are the chances? Well, they were sort of going around to local businesses and stuff. I'm telling you, they need to hire out their services. Down bitches of LA. Joey, guess who's back? Who? Smalls, listen, we're cat people. One of us is proud of it and one of us not so much. Cats make interesting companions, but we have to take care of them at the end of the day because they really do bring so much joy to our life. And we have to take care of their diet just like we would our own. Listen, we don't want to eat chicken every day. I'm sick of chicken. And cats don't want to eat the same thing every single day. They're just like us, except they can't always communicate what they need. So they knock the lamp off your end table. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients, stuff that you would find in your refrigerator, and it's delivered straight to your door. So it is the easiest decision to make your cat eat healthier by choosing Small's. Also, did we mention that the team at Small's is so confident your cat will love their product that they can try it risk-free? That means they will refund you if your cat won't eat their food. Spoiler alert, they will. And I love it when companies back up their product and that is how much this company believes in their mission to make your cats healthy now make them not so grumpy 
Maybe that's for 2025. But it's 2024. Are you still feeding your cat kibble? Head to smalls.com slash think and use promo code think at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Oh, I love free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code think for 50. That is 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code think for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. No more stinky trash can and no more stinky cat attitudes. How about that, 2024? We didn't know what Mary's involvement at the time was. Mary was a nurse. We started putting plausible outcomes that they drugged Nadea. Mary, she has access to meds. We didn't know if she had no idea or if she was in on the plan and helped. We just knew that at that point, Chris took her and we need to find her. So they get in touch with Chris's family. And of course, Chris's family is just singing his praises. He would never do anything. There's no way. He's shown no warning signs of being dangerous. You know who else said that her son didn't show any warning signs of danger? Who? Joyce Dahmer. Yeah. So... I don't believe what your parents have to say about how good or bad you are. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm not going to take your fucking word for it, Mama Chris. And he has no criminal history that they know. But the family was so adamant that he was not involved in any way. They were like, here, we'll prove it. Here's his Google password. How did they have that? I wouldn't. Trust my mother with the password to my gym locker. Are you fucking kidding me? My mother can't send an attachment in an email. You think that she's going to know a password? Yeah, no, they knew the password. They're like, here, go go ahead, log in, have a great time. My mother FaceTimed me yesterday and she didn't realize for the first five minutes that I was staring at her feet and the dog napping at her feet. (laughs) I was like, Ma, what are you doing? She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't want to, I didn't realize it wasn't turned around. I'm like, okay. Boomers are reckless. So really the LAPD was like, oh, you want to give us his Google login? Great. And then they turned around and sang their best rendition of, I got a golden ticket. I mean, truly, that is a dream to have. If you could Mm -hmm. have the Google password for every criminal in America, that would be amazing because you are getting their entire digital footprint. Mm -hmm. He had not turned his own Google location off. So that's what allowed investigators to be able to get his digital footprint. Idiots! (laughs) So they can track every single move. Do you know on Google location, they can track you minute to minute. So on February 23rd, they're like, great, let's figure out where this dude was. And they basically track everything that he did during the day. Thank you very much. You have been of great assistance in this investigation of which we are investigating you, you fucking baloney sandwich. So they go through his phone and his fucking whole idiot timeline is there. Turns out a couple days before he had texted Adea and said, hey, I have a funeral to go to in Sacramento. My uncle passed away. Will you please accompany me to the funeral? And she says, yes, of course. Now this coincides with them being in the elevator on the 23rd and she had a suitcase. Okay. So they were probably going to that uncle's funeral. That's probably where she thought she was going. The only problem is, is when the LAPD asked Chris's family about that uncle who passed away, they quickly say, we don't have no dead uncle. How dare you? They're like, good 
to know. Yeah, the family was like, and how's your brother? Was it your brother? I'm sorry to hear about your brother. And they're like, what What about my brother? What, what, what brother died in Sacramento? There was no brother. This guy, Chris, honestly, if I was building an idiot, Chris would be the blueprint. I'd be like, bring me those Chris Spots blueprints. I'm trying to build another idiot over here. <laughs> what a... Dumbass. Yeah, get 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 a couple jars of applesauce. We're going to use that for brains. <laughs> Everyone is desperate to find Adea. And it's been 11 days. So, yeah, we are scared, but we are praying. Nobody knows where she is. And even the LAPD don't really know if this is a homicide that needs to be investigated or she's just another missing person that might come back. Angel is so invested in this investigation. He basically tells his wife, I need you to take care of the clubs. I need you to take over. I have to put my full effort towards this. Now, the LAPD can't get a hold of Chris, but obviously Chris knows they're looking for him to at least ask him questions because Chris has his trusty attorney speak on his behalf and say he doesn't have any information. This attorney's like, Chris doesn't know shit. Leave him alone. We already know that. We know he doesn't know shit. We're building a whole other idiot based on his likeness. Now, I understand getting an attorney. We always say, if you're arrested, if you're brought in, always get an attorney. That is absolutely something different. But I think it makes you look suspicious as fuck if all the cops want to do is talk to you, ask you a question, and you preemptively lawyer up. Well, the lawyer goes on to say this. Oh, don't worry. I have the story. This is what happened. They were together on February 23rd, and as they were driving north, they got to the Santa Clarita area. They had an argument. He let her out of his vehicle, and he has not seen or heard from her since. But the problem is, is they can't confirm this story. There's no report of a missing woman fitting her description being left alone on the side of the highway. I'm a Assuming there's no bank activity. So the police are like, yeah, okay, Chris, nice try, but we're focusing on on you even more. What woman, what 25-year-old woman gets out of a car on a highway in the middle of the night? Pregnant. That doesn't make sense. That is a made-up story that has never happened. No one gets out on a highway. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. I agree. If you saw someone on the highway, there would be 20 calls to CHP. Sure. Nothing. There's no sign of anyone having checked into any local hotels. And she doesn't show up on any surveillance video either. So authorities know this doesn't pass the smell test and he now becomes suspect number one. So March 7th. 12 days she's been gone. They somehow hack Mary's credit cards. Not the LAPD. We're talking Angel and his pals. Listen, don't fuck with Angel and his pals. I don't know how, I don't understand why these people aren't working for the FBI. I just wrote down the same thing. I'm like, these people are on it. You want them on your side. I'm going to follow him on Instagram and get him on my side. Whatever is going on, they know due to the credit card activity, they're in Colorado. That's right. So Angel says, from what we could tell, Chris was getting money from his family and they were lying to cover his tracks. But they also were like, he's probably telling them some elaborate story to get them to lie. So... Angel and his team head to Colorado and they start canvassing Chris's hometown to figure out who knows him, who knows his family. They're trying to find this dude. So 
pay attention to this. LAPD detectives traveled to Fort Morgan, Colorado to speak with Chris and get a hold of his 2015 Toyota Tacoma because that was the last vehicle Adea had been in. They get to this house. Chris done flown the coop. There is no Chris. And they need that truck. So now they put out a bolo for the truck. They're looking for Chris and Mary. A couple days pass. It's March 10th, 2018. And they get a tip in the area called The Woods. The Woods is 400 miles away from Los Angeles. They waste no time. They get hundreds of volunteers checking the woods in this area, combing it. It is vast. Sadly, nothing comes up. And it is in the Sacramento area. So now it's March. March 22nd, 2018, a detective deputy from the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department by the name of Jordan Bray is out on his graveyard shift. Right. We don't call it graveyard shift because that's insulting to ghosts. Wow. Sorry. Just so you know, we have to be sensitive to ghosts. it's me, the Holy Ghost. Hey, Holy Ghost. What's up, dude? We have no problem whether we're holy or evil ghosts with the graveyard shift. I find it quite endearing. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to insult you and make it be like, oh, ghosts can't be seen during the day, so they can only be working at night. So that's the graveyard shift because they're go. I just didn't want to marginalize you. No, it's fine. You don't know that I work the day shift at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland. Oh, really? What's your favorite part about working at the Haunted Mansion? Grim, grim ghosts come out to socialize. I am a base. <laughs> The weather that night was crazy. It was pouring rain and it was windy and cold. They broadcasted over there. There was a wanted uh, vehicle in the area of 2000s model. Uh, Toyota Tacoma bearing a Texas license plate. We see the dash cam from that night, and they're pretty sure they spot Chris Spots's, that's a hard one, car. So they get up to a traffic light, and Jordan Bray definitely sees a black Toyota Tacoma, and he shines his light on it, and he sees that it's a Texas license plate. So he followed the vehicle, turned on his siren, and pulled the car over. So we aren't in Colorado. We are in Hesperia. So Officer Bray turns on the siren. The truck pulls over. Now, as Officer Bray approaches this vehicle, he can't see the driver and the rearview mirror, which I'm sure is terrifying. Yeah, where? Of course it is. And he's like, fuck this. I'm taking my gun out. So he orders the driver to turn off the vehicle, which they do. Then he says, take the keys out of the ignition and throw them out of the window onto the cement. The driver does. Then Officer Bray's says, now open the door from the outside so I can see your hands. But this time, the driver does not comply. So he repeats himself, open the door from the outside, and then the brake lights turn on, the car backs up, and the car speeds off. So Officer Bray is like, does this motherfucker have spare keys? Jesus Christ. And now this truck is flying down the highway, which means that now the California Highway Patrol gets involved. The chips. The chips. 
So then Jordan Bray gets a call from one of his deputy pals and they're like, hey, what's up? Good job on finding that Toyota Tacoma. Super weird that he sped off. By the way, just wanted to mention the reason that person is wanted is he's a murder suspect. Not only that, we're pretty sure that truck is probably the crime scene. And Jordan Bray is like, Fuck. And the stakes all of a sudden become real, real big. And they are in a high-speed chase. An hour later, the CHP and the, and the course of this pursuit rolled out spike strips. And so finally, his tires are blown. How do they do that? They Does someone to... like say he's headed northbound somewhere and someone goes and cuts it out? Like how did how did that happen? Yeah, you have to redirect traffic and block it off and then someone runs out there with the spikes. Oh, well, his tire blows, which is very expensive. <laughs> So the truck comes to a complete stop, and now it's surrounded by police. And Officer Jordan Bray approaches the truck with another officer when they hear a single gunshot. Once they finally get into the truck, they find Christopher Spots dead. He had taken his own life. Also, sadly, Adea is not in this truck. And Adea is still missing. They are still looking for her. And... The person who most likely knew where she was is gone. This is a devastating blow to the investigation, to everyone that has been searching for Adea. And sweet Angel says, I promised her brother that I'd find her. It's absolutely heartbreaking. I, I I think Angel, he didn't want to let the family down. And you know, it's so hard because they're all overseas. They're, they're not there and they're asking questions and they're counting on you and, and you can't provide any answers. You can only do so much and the responsibility fell on Angel. And so now the LAPD fully believes this is a homicide and yeah. they process that Toyota Tacoma it was cleaned, wiped mm -hmm. entirely of evidence. Yeah. So you know how that night that they were on the high-speed chase, it was cold, it was rainy? Well, it continued to rain, and when the water receded, it sort of moved some dirt around the lake area, and they did another ground search, and the LAPD started walking along the water. And during that search, they found a shallow grave. So now it's March 26, 2018. It has been 31 days since Adea went missing, and we're 50 miles northeast of Sacramento. And they know that this shallow grave has a body in it. So because of the weather and the area and the elements, they need to remove this body properly. So they wait for forensics and the investigators to get there so that they can preserve the evidence and remove the body that is in this shallow grave. And the only reason they were searching this area was because a tip came in for this specific area. Thank God it did. And it was very difficult for them to excavate the remains. The body was severely decomposed and they are able to bring the remains to the coroner and the coroner releases his findings, which confirms that this is indeed Adea Shabani. They were able to identify her through her tattoos mm -hmm. and now they have their answer, but it is not the answer that anyone wanted. It is, it is absolutely heartbreaking. According to the coroner, Adea died by homicide and her manner of death was blunt force trauma. She was killed on the night of her disappearance. And Adea Shabani was not pregnant 
We don't know really more about that, but this all brings up the motive and what exactly happened. And in the midst of trying to understand this tragedy, they keep showing us these fucking awful reels of his stupid fucking films. But they're just not going to get a lot of answers because... Chris sort of took all those answers with them. And after Chris died, they kind of closed the case. Yeah, they figured the only suspect in this case was dead and that they found Adea's remains, so the case was closed. But the truth is, there's so much more to this story. Mm -hmm. Why did he kill her? What happened? And did he have an accomplice? Yeah. They didn't even try and investigate. Why was he with his family in Colorado? Did his fiance know? There is just so much more to the story. And knowing that 99.9% Chris killed her doesn't give the family any closure as to the rest of the story. Did she tell him that she was pregnant and he got mad? Did Mary find out? Did Mary have anything to do with it? So it's really all very, very still such a puzzle. Now, there is a really fantastic podcast called To Live and Die in L.A. It's a writer and a journalist, and they do a fantastic deep dive into this case if you want to research it further. And we learn a lot from that podcast. But also, after Chris's death, the family gave investigators access to his phone, which revealed that he was at Adea's home at 12.48 p.m. on the day she disappeared. And His digital footprint traced him to the Northern California region where her body was discovered. And there is also a lot of curiosity around Chris's dad. His name is also Chris. They didn't delve into this at all, but I will just tell you that his dad, at the very least, lied about information that he knew from his son if he wasn't involved. There is a lot of speculation around that. I'm just going to say this case is not closed. No. And it's a shame that the LAPD just kind of gave up on it. But I think we will find out more information. And if you do want to dive into that podcast, it is a really, really great resource. It's very confusing. What would drive someone to do that? And then what would drive someone to then take their own life? Yeah. Did we mention that his father lived in Sacramento? Right. His mom was the one who lived in Colorado. So that might be confusing. You know, Chris had time to talk to attorneys and figure out his game plan. He had time to strategize and, and he had someone to help him navigate without being detected. Who was it, you know? This poor girl deserves justice. Her family she deserves really justice. Does. It's not closed. I understand it's closed because you feel like you have no answers, but somebody knows. Somebody knows why this happened. And I'm very glad that they were able to give her a proper burial. They had a memorial and a vigil, and that makes me very happy for the family. But justice being served would make me much happier. I agree. Okay, listen, I know it's your responsibility to usually do the say something funny, but your little tushy is in pain. Mm. So I'm going to do... Your favorite thing. Okay, what? So your girlfriend rolls a Honda, playing workout taste by Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of a Honda. My Anaconda don't <laughs> want none unless you got buns, hun. What is this? Baby got back. 
You got back, baby. I got Just crack. Pl- okay. Play the music, Rick. Play the music. Thank you, everyone. Death by Fame. It is technically our last episode. We'll see what series we're doing next. Maybe we'll do some more of these on the Patreon. Go on over to the Patreon and find out. You'll find tons of bonus stuff over there. Please don't forget to come see us on tour. We are so excited to hug your faces, and hopefully Joey's bum will be healed by then. How dare you? No promises. But you all can give it a little kiss when you see it in person. Be sure to follow us on social media at I Think Not Pod on all platforms and join us on our Facebook group so you don't miss any announcements, any silliness. You cannot miss a picture of Joey's bum being put out on the internet again. So go to our Facebook group, the I Think Not Pod discussion group. It's there. Lots of fun people having a grand old time. But until then, we love you so much. I love you, DBs. Love you, DBs. And I love you too, Yellen. I love you, Joey. Love you. Bye. Bye. Somebody fix my butt. Angel knew time of if the incense. That's what I wrote, everyone. I'm I'm good. You were what are you doing? I don't know, you tell it. My butt hurts. Rick's gonna release this and be like, see, sometimes they're just not funny.